you for joining me on this journey and welcome to episode 47 of Remembering Our Way Home. This week, our featured guest is beloved daughter, granddaughter, and mother, Imani Bell. As a dancer, musician, and cultural history interpreter, Imani shares her personal testimony of how she knows for sure that her ancestors are real. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational and ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Thank you, Imani, for joining me today on Remembering Our Way Home. What comes to your mind or what do you think about when you hear the word ancestor? When I hear the word ancestor, I think of generations that have come before me, generations of people I know and people I don't know um, that have come before me that have lived lives, that have built families and survived to allow me to exist. Nice. How did you first become aware of this idea of your ancestors, or what was your first encounter? Um, Well, I have grown up in a household where ancestral homage is a part of life. We always have acknowledged who's come before us. I've always been in a home that has ancestral altars um, where we go and tend to our ancestors at their grave sites, where we offer water to our ancestors. So it's always been a part of my life. I don't remember a time where I didn't know what an ancestor was or that people who've come before me should not have been acknowledged. It's always just been a part of my life. That's pretty powerful. Not everybody can mm-hmm. say that. It's, <laughs> yes, it's a it's a blessing. And the older mm-hmm. I've gotten, the more I can re- recognize how much mm-hmm. of a blessing that has been, for sure. Right. And so it makes me think about, you know, people who were brought up in traditional religions, excuse me, mm-hmm. traditional religions. And so my thought is, so when did you have your personal experience with, you know, this, this um ancestral path, whereas you like, whereas you, you know, had this feeling like, okay, this is real. This, this mm-hmm. is real. <laughs> like this, um, I'm, not just, I'm not just going through the motion. This is real. Right. Um, okay. So I guess that that has happened in phases for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, so my grandparents uh, were involved in the church. My my mother was um, brought up in a Christian household, and so my grandparents were involved in the church. And as a child, I would go to the church with my grandparents, and um, 
And so so that was one experience. But also when I was at home with my mom who started to practice African spiritual traditions, I had um, experience with divinations and um, I've had experience with um, other spiritual practices and rituals as, mm-hmm. at an early age. So I think when honoring ancestors or when it became real, more real for me was when my grandfather passed or transitioned. Mm-hmm. I was six years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I remember the night before he passed, and I'm not exactly sure the medical term, but sometimes um, when people are really sick, terminally ill, and they may be in a state where they are unable to speak, um, but the night before they pass or right before they pass, they get all of this energy where they can sit up and they're talking and they're having conversations. So the night before my grandfather passed, after weeks of not being able to speak or communicate um, mm-hmm. verbally, he got all of this energy and he had lots of friends in the house. And I didn't understand then why everybody had been invited over because it was probably time for him to transition. But mm-hmm. friends and family had come over and he was up and he was talking and he was kept saying, like, pull me up, pull me up. And we didn't know at the time or I didn't know at the time who he was talking to. But as I reflect, I believe that he was speaking to the people on the other side, on the other realm, saying, it's time for me to go. Come on, pull me up. And he had all of this energy. And then the next morning when I woke up, he had transitioned. And so, um, of course, I was sad because he wasn't involved in my physical life anymore. But I never felt that I lost connection with him. I always spoke to him. Um, I always felt like his energy was around me. So that was when ancestors became real to me. It was my first experience with a transition with someone who was extremely close to me. And so that's when I would make sure that I would talk to my grandfather. I call him Pop Pop. I would talk to him and just uh, bring his name up all the time and keep his energy alive in me. And that was my first experience with um, with ancestors being real for me. That is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate but, testimony. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I think more recently um, it's gotten even more real for me. When I, I read this book um, by Yajiasi, and it's called Home Going, I believe. It's either Home Going or Home Coming. I believe it's Home, home Going. Okay. Uh, it's a book by Yajiasi, and it tells the story of generations. It starts in Ghana, where there's uh, two sisters who are separated. Uh, one is uh, goes into uh, enslavement, and then one stays in Ghana and experiences colonization. And you just see their stories and their generations. And so reading that book and just how the characters and their descendants were just living lives, you know, they were having children, they were trying to make a life happen, they were trying to survive, they were, you know, um, creating a legacy. It just made me think like, wow, I have 
I have relatives, I have people who were just living life, who were birthing, who were having jobs, who were struggling, who were Mm -hmm. succeeding for generations and generations, hundreds and hundreds of years ago that are still living through me. And so I think humanizing my ancestors and not it being some ethereal idea of spirits, but actually humanizing them and and understanding that they've had an experience in this realm made it more real for me to understand that they were living for me even though they didn't know who I was and that now I'm living for my next generations even though I don't know who they are. It's up to me to live and survive and, and, and push through because there are people coming after me. And so I think that that's been my new um, idea of ancestors. Like these are, are human people who probably have had similar experiences to me just making life happen. Um, and. <laughs> And here I am, (laughs) and they survived, and now I'm here. Wow, wow, your wisdom is just bringing me to tears. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, it just feels so good to hear that because that Mm. that is what is happening. You know, we can Mm -hmm. get so caught up in in going through the motions that we don't understand the amazing Mm -hmm. experience that, you know, that we are blessed to have here. And so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's powerful. How has developing a relationship with your ancestors guided you on your life journey? Um, developing in a relationship with my ancestors has been so helpful to me because at any point where I am uh struggling or um i just i just never feel alone mm-hmm. i just never feel like i'm in a situation alone i know that my ancestors are like my invisible army so when i'm walking into a situation i uh, i know that i'm being divinely guided and so um understanding that and growing into that realization has helped me with my confidence has helped me understand that I'm not in control of this this realm and a lot it helps me to allow myself to step outside of my body and let my spirit lead me to do my best to be in alignment because I understand that um my ancestors are talking to me all the time through different signs in nature, through my dreams, um, through some of my thought processes, uh, understanding when you hear that little voice, it's like, hey, uh, make sure you grab an umbrella, even though my physical yeah. eyes are like, but it's so sunny outside. Yes. But there's something inside, <laughs> something that's like, grab that umbrella before you leave the house. And we can either listen or not. And then we're, we're right. stuck in the rain, like, gosh darn it, I should have listened to that. Right. So right. understanding to just to listen, you know, the first time I'm I'm clear that my ancestors are guiding me um, and that they are my my first line of spiritual communication. Is there a special film that you um that when you think about it it make it resonates with with your um 
relationship with your ancestors? Yeah, I'm not sure that there's a film, but like I said, okay. the book that I read did okay. help to resonate with me and my, my relationship with my ancestors. But I can't say for sure a film. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What about right a song? Any, is there a song? Oh, um, any – so whenever I listen to um, jazz, big band jazz, mm. or like Billie Holiday or Ella Fitzgerald, all of those, mm. like music from that um, mm. generation, that era – yeah. really helps to resonate mm. with my ancestors, especially my grandparents, because I have vivid memories. Um, even though my grandfather passed at six, he when I was six years old, mm-hmm. he had a huge impact on my life, and he was a musician and a band director, mm-hmm. um, and he made a huge impact uh, on a lot of the students that he taught. And even after he passed, a lot of his students would still come by and visit my grandmother all the time and just spend time talking about him. But I have vivid memories of sitting with him and listening to big band jazz. So when I hear that sound, if I hear some Duke Ellington or anything like that, it really resonates with me. And sometimes I'll listen and it'll just, you know, fill me up with emotion because I can feel their presence. Uh, at that time yeah Yeah, so Mm -hmm. what about in your family do you notice how um how dealing with your ancestors um how having a spiritual relationship with your ancestors affects your family dynamics have you noticed um yeah What, what kind of things have you noticed well like I said, I've I've grown up in a household where ancestral mm-hmm. homage is is mm-hmm. every day, all day. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think that it creates um a certain humility mm-hmm. in our family dynamics, understanding that we didn't get here alone and if it weren't for sacrifices or lives lived by people who came before us, we wouldn't have the things that we have. Mm-hmm. So um, it helps us to stay grounded. It helps us yeah. to stay humble. It helps us to appreciate each other while we're here yeah. in this realm. Yeah. Um, and then to also just be in gratitude. Um, yeah. As I have, you know, when you're younger, mm-hmm. you can take a lot of things for granted. Um, mm-hmm. You can take your family dynamics for granted and but when you get older and you have experiences with your friends or you see how other people may live or other family relationships um you have it you can take a step back and say I'm really grateful for the family that I live in and I understand that we wouldn't have these dynamics if those values weren't instilled from the people who came before us I recognize the type of love that we have in our family. I recognize the type of support system that I have in my family, the way that my mother supports me and the way I support my daughter, how we have each other's backs. And I understand and I'm grateful that – and I'm grateful for it because I understand that that's not everybody's experience. So so being – being connected with my ancestors definitely um, creates a humility – in our in our family dynamic, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 even, and even with challenges, because I know you know all family 
all families have challenges. So that's what For I sure. have to as well. So, yeah, I've, I've seen that in my own family where, you know, where the challenges, you know, yeah. You know, I feel, you know, it's like um, I've, I've experienced where, you know, my ancestors were, you know, come to me, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in a way, in, you know, different ways. Like, you know, you need to think about that or, you know, right. you, might have, you, yeah. know you might need to, you know. So, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Say, we we yeah. definitely have uh, challenges, and I think yeah. that that the the being able to take a moment um, mm-hmm. and allow spirit to speak to you yeah. helps with the communication and the working yeah. through those challenges yeah. and coming to new understandings with each other mm-hmm. and about each other. Yes. I think having a connection to spirit, having a connection mm-hmm. to ancestors helps you to mm-hmm. value life yes. here and wanting to yes. under make sure let's yes. be on the best page that we can be on. Even if we are yes. agreeing to disagree, yes. let's do it in a way yes. that is, you know, yes. healthy and holistic harmony. where we yes. can yes. still, yeah, we're still in mm-hmm. harmony and there's mm-hmm. still love here and we can just accept each other for our similarities and for our differences mm-hmm. and know definitely. that it's all okay. It's all good. Yes, definitely. definitely. So why would you say um, developing a relationship with your ancestors is important? Um, I just think understanding that we didn't get here alone and honoring the lives that have come before you and the sacrifices that have come before you mm-hmm. um, will open you up to more opportunities mm-hmm. and not just physical opportunities or material opportunities, but open you up to be in connection with the universe, to open you up to be in connection with nature. Um, yeah. Having, going to your ancestors, speaking to them, acknowledging them, saying thank you to them, mm-hmm. understanding that life doesn't end in the in the physical and that mm-hmm. there there are souls or spirits or whatever you want to call them in the next round that are still working for you and through you mm-hmm. and understanding that we have obligations yeah. for up for from them cuz they working through us mm-hmm. so i think that you i think that people should um understand that understand mm-hmm. that we're not here by ourselves. We didn't get here by ourselves. And even if we don't know, if we can't trace that far back in our families, we know that there was somebody before and before and before and before yeah. that has worked and lived uh, for us. And so mm-hmm. I just think think that it's, um, I think it makes life fuller in this realm if you can understand and appreciate life in the spiritual realm as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And you kind of answered it in a sense, but I don't know. I just want to ask it in a different way. What are some of the okay. blessings, magic, and miracles in your life or that, or that you may have experienced just, you know, on this path, you know, with your ancestors? Um, yeah, so I think once I got to a place where I could listen to that that little voice in my mm-hmm. in my mind, mm-hmm. um, 
then I would see the magic happen. Make sure you, um, hey, go back, go go make sure you uh, lock that back door. And I go back and the keys are hanging out of it. Ooh, I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for that. But, you know, just yeah. the little reminders. So I remember, and this happened when I was very young. Oh, wow. Um, this happened when I was very young. I had a bad dream once. Hmm. Um, and when I woke from the dream, my mind was still racing. Like I couldn't really get out of it. I couldn't get out of it at all. Yeah. And I just, I stopped. And I, this is grade school age. I stopped and I just said a prayer to my ancestors and to the creator. And as soon as I said that prayer, as soon as I asked for the hmm. clarity, hmm. it was over. And I was back wow. to myself. Wow. And that was my first, like, okay. Yes. yes. There <laughs> somebody listening to me. <laughs> yes. That was extremely magical to me because it was like all you have wow. to do is acknowledge, ask, and be open to receive. Wow. And so that that might have been um and that was after my grandfather had passed but that might have been the first time where mm-hmm. i was like oh somebody's listening yeah. and i'm not here by myself and i remember yeah. talking to some of my friends like hey y'all let me tell you i was going to school testifying <laughs> like let me tell you guys what <laughs> happened to me wow. this morning because i just i just couldn't get I, my mind just couldn't get out of that that um, space, that negative space. And as soon as I stilled myself mm-hmm. and allowed myself to call on spirit, call on my ancestors, um, mm-hmm. mm. it, my my mind was clear and I was in a peaceful place. And so oh. that was probably um, one of the most magical things that have happened to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and my final question is um what would you say to inspire or encourage others who are interested in cultivating a spiritual relationship with their ancestors um i would say to start with who you know create an ancestral altar because honestly people are honoring their ancestors all the time whether they realize it or not mm-hmm. um you might see people have a, a airbrush t-shirt on that says RIP whomever who was who's passed right mm-hmm. or you have photos on your mantle of whoever has passed mm-hmm. on a transition into the mm-hmm. spirit world so i would just say take that a step further and having their pictures up, put it in a, in a sacred space, put their pictures in a sacred space. If you have any of their clothing or anything that was dear to them, put those things in a sacred space and you can just start with greeting your ancestors every morning and asking for guidance and clarity and to you know, walk with me today. I'm open to receive your guidance, and I ask that you walk with me and help me to be clear, keep my eyes open, keep my ears open. And when I say eyes, I mean like your third eye. Keep my my spiritual eye open. Keep my inner ear open so that I'm, I can hear your wisdom, so that I can hear your guidance. 
and understand that um, life doesn't just end in the physical. Speak to your ancestors every day. Offer them cool water um, just to acknowledge the life that was lived and acknowledge the presence that still exists, the energy that still exists. We are all energy, and so understanding that energy can't die is the easiest way to understand that your ancestors still exist, our family still exists, because energy doesn't die. It just transitions and transforms. As the third-generation female and only child, Imani has thoroughly enjoyed her journey through childhood, navigating as a young adult and now as a mother, an entrepreneur, and professional bodybuilder. Centered in African spirituality and surrounded by the love of her family, Imani will continue to dance into her destiny, guided by the light of her ancestors. This week's scripted wisdom is in reflection of our guest Imani Bell and in honor of her path. You want to know what weakness is. Weakness is treating someone as though they belong to you. Strength is knowing that everyone belongs to themselves. Homegoing, Ya Jasi. He had always said that the joining of a man and a woman was also the joining of two families. Ancestors' whole histories came with the act, but so did the sins and the curses. The children were the embodiment of that unity, and they bore the brunt of it all. In the end, we'll all become stories. Margaret Arwood Margaret Arwood